Hi and welcome back to a currently unnamed film podcast. And our last film podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, is what? that blasphemy? Sorry, it was a reference to how I am, um, <laughs> to the level of enjoyment which I derived from. <laughs> Let me finish the introduction. <laughs> I'm Jessica. I'm Space. I'm Henma. This is going to be an interesting one, <laughs> judging by the fact I was interrupted. <laughs> Today we, we watched Decision to Leave, um, which is about a detective who is investigating um, the supposed suicide of some of this woman's husband off a cliff. And I mean, spoilers, we'll talk about the entire movie. Um, as it goes on, you realise that the woman actually killed her husband, but he decides to cover up the murder as they are fallen madly in love. And as time goes on, they meet up again. She's murdered her second husband. <laughs> um, and to leave it as an unsolved murder so the love stays in the air forever, she buries herself in the sand and allows him to recover his career as a detective by solving this case. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we had to read the Wikipedia page as we were watching it. Yeah, we had to pause. <laughs> as a detective story, like, you're not supposed to understand some of the scenes. You, like, get context for them later. Like, you know, there's, like, a break halfway through and it goes to Slappy. And I've forgotten the woman's name. You know what I mean. No, I don't. <laughs> You know that one scene where she like she's wearing a wig and she's getting slapped by the guy who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually murdered her husband. Oh, okay. She we murdered we the weren't supposed off. to understand that. You weren't supposed to understand that the first time through because then you get context for it. It's like setting up a murder I mystery. I see. You want to know the, the three scenes that I understood while I was watching it? Oh, okay. The one where she pushed him off the cliff. Actually, no, even that one I had to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a different character who was doing the pushing. Why no, would no. it be a different character doing the pushing? No, because... Oh my god! Um, wait, no, sorry, sorry. I will. I will do an, an increasing level of aggravation. Um, I'm so glad we planned this out beforehand. <laughs> why would you plan out? We, you're we're not... planning out your levels of aggression. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Um, we give it a plot structure. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is his first act stuff, so I have to be chill. Um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Decision to leave was a film that made me want to make the decision to leave the experience of watching the film. Um, no. Um. <laughs> why did you dislike it so much um because i, I couldn't follow what was happening because this, this is why i watch dubs because i would like i would like stop reading oh you have trouble with subtitles um would i say it having trouble with subtitles I have if you have if you can't focus on what's happening on the screen and read at the same time then you have trouble with subtitles hmm. because it's supposed what i can do is i can read at the same time as like watching the screen like that i don't like think oh yes i'm reading and now i'm looking at the screen like they tackle simultaneously really yeah well okay that must be what happens to people who watch a lot of anime as well but <laughs> i, I watch a lot to... of korean movies okay yeah but i i watch stuff in the language of our motherland um so which is <laughs> you know which <laughs> um, so we clarify <laughs> um i i watch stuff in the official language that's just so racist. <laughs> we, we and Hammer were um, uh, watching it in, the, in Korean with English subtitles, um, as were you, presumably. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, what, was I, what was I even saying? 
You know, this has a terrible plot line. Like, you, your aggression isn't, like, building. There's nothing <laughs> happening. Hammer, what did you think of the movie? Wait, I, I want to know what, what... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have trouble with films with unclear plots and stuff that's happening that is difficult to understand. I think I, I actually maybe would have just, you know, had a fine, if average time, if it was in English. But, like, yeah, have, having to read it made it, like, way harder. Not being able to, like, hear the dialogue made it harder but also i don't know yeah i it's like uh, it's like difficult for me to like separate what is because of what but like was the plot actually clear like, i think it was i understood it first time through and i watched it on an airplane hmm. um i think it does require multiple rewatches to get or like the symbolism it's quite a metaphorical movie um i think i watched it to be able to find out about this movie i watched a review of it first so I think I had the context of someone else's analysis as well, as mm. in like I was looking out for certain things, like the um, the ocean and the mountain uh, metaphor that carries throughout quite strongly. What do they mean? Uh, you know that line where it's like, people from the ocean are wise and people from the mountains are benevolent. Oh, yeah, I remember that line. That, I remember not piecing apart the analogy at all, but maybe it got lost um, in translation. It's very like her wallpaper you can't tell if it's the sea or if it's mountains he doesn't have trouble running up to go catch his criminals they always finish at the top of like his case is always finished at the top of mountains they reunite on the top of a mountain and she dies in the sea and there's this one shot of the sand forming a mountain being knocked down by the sea jesus wow yeah (laughs) there's a lot of symbolism happening um also she arrives to korea on the sea what well okay but that one is <laughs> part of her plot line. It's part of oh, the wait, does she say she was on a boat? Uh, she was in a container. She was in a crate. Is that what she said? Yeah. Well, <laughs> did, did you see that bit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, she's talking about rocking back and forth in the container. No, no. Because <laughs> she was a Chinese nationalist and she got across and she got to stay in Korea out of the, her entire like collection of people that came with her because her dad was a Korean like war hero. Oh, a Korean war hero. Yes. So is she half Chinese? I'm not exactly sure. I think it was like a few generations back, but she was very... She's from her China. Her dad was a few <laughs> generations back. No, but he, her... Not her dad, sorry. Like her grandpa or something was... Um, helped fight for Korean independence, I think. Okay. Um, They show photos of him. Yeah. Was he the guy that gave her the mountain? What? Doesn't she get given... Oh, when she's scattering the ashes. Yeah. I don't think anyone, or like, I think it was her mum who says, like, this mountain is your mountain. Because on the Wikipedia page, it said very specifically that her grandfather gave her the mountain. Maybe it was. I don't remember specifically that, because she spread, like, her both her grandpa, grandma's, and mother's ashes. What? There were three ashes. There were three crates of ashes. Did Did you you remember the. I saw them chucking. I saw them chucking ashes, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember three separate <laughs> crates. I, I, I didn't know whose ashes they were. Yeah, because she says specifically goodbye to everyone. She's like, goodbye, grandpa, goodbye, mum, goodbye, grandma. Oh, whoops. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember she murdered her mum. Oh, oh yeah, wait, 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 um, wait, wait. I, I think I can remember why she murdered her mum. It was because she was euthanizing her. Yes, essentially. And her mum, like, asked her to. Yeah. So there's, like, the ethical question of that, I guess. I was kind of confused. Was her mum, like, alive at the beginning of the film? No. Who was that old lady that we saw her living uh, with? She was a caretaker. Her job was to go look after old people. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so she goes to these 
She does that every day. And she used to be a nurse, which is why she's good at giving injections to them. Uh, how did she... Uh, yeah. Why did she kill her husband? Um, because he was beating her up. Oh. Remember, he... he you have all those pictures, pictures from the hospital of like her being heavily bruised and like having broken ribs and broken arms and stuff. And also, he branded her in the same way he branded his objects with his initials, like a tattoo on her uh, hip. So he like treated her like cattle. Okay, and then the second husband? Um, first, I think it's because... Oh, wait, wait, that was the other guy, right? Yeah, her second husband. No, but someone else killed him. She, she murdered the other guy's mother because he basically slappy... Which is his nickname, which is 10 out of 10. Is that the main girl character's name? No, no, no. The, the man who murdered her husband. Okay, second yeah. husband, um, Said, if my mum dies, I'm murdering your husband. So she purposely went and killed the other guy's mother. Ooh. To oh. cause Slappy to go then murder. Fascinating. Yeah. That's really interesting. Somebody should make a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that hard to follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, No you know He's my favourite character though Just 100% yeah. Heads and shoulders Over all the other characters The guy who Who is it even Is it her It's her second it's husband It's her second Her second husband Yeah he's like I don't I can't even say it on air Surely He's I think our subtitles Were really screwed But he's like I'm a stock analyst <laughs> That means I'm not Oh yeah no That joke was in mind <laughs> Oh okay Was it we have to describe it somehow. Oh uh, no! Um, the director Park Chan Wook, um, is famous for like um having heavy violence and sex in his movies. Mm. Um, so I think an innuendo or fairly an innuendo. He like, like explains it. It was, just, it. it was just a really, really strange, complete non-sexual sex joke. About I love the humor in this movie. Was there humor apart from that? The turtles. Is that you? Oh wait, that was. I really was funny. laughing. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, what the hell is happening? Is this comic really? <laughs> also, his um, his like partner or like understudy or whatever that guy is. Oh yeah. Um, he was very funny. He like he's got, dying as he's trying to go up the stairs. He got completely forgotten in yeah. the second half of the film. Um, because he he left. He went to a different police station, so he wouldn't work with them anymore. Did he? Why? Oh my god, he moved to where his wife was working. How do you know this? <laughs> no, no, Because no, no. he meant, he said that's it the, in the movie. That's the main guy, that's, that's the main guy. The main guy, yeah. yeah. So he's not working with the comic girly sidekick anymore. Oh. So why would you see him again? Get a different one, because he's got a different partner. Because he moves away, because he says, I'm completely, I'm completely shattered, was his words. Um... He thinks he's yep. he, he's broken, yeah, um, because he's fallen. T- he's no longer like the benevolent um, police officer he thought he was. Like the mountain has crumbled to the sea. He's kind of been swept up by this like love, um, and so he moves out. And he thinks he's disgraced, and he can't work in like these murder cases anymore. Wait, are you talking about the main character? Or? Yes, and he oh, gets okay. depressed. Um, Is this in the thirteen months later bit? Was this during the Yeah, film? when he moves to his, with his wife. Oh, and then what does he join the police there or yes. something? And then oh so that's who the, the short lady is, his new yeah. sidekick. And um the oh, cases are really remember. boring there, they don't get many murders because it's like a smaller town. Mm. Um yep. Yeah. Yep. Got that. So, so all of that. <laughs> Next time let's watch something in a language I speak. No, no, it was fine. It was fine. It was just You're you're limiting yourself so much if you don't watch foreign language. I watched movies. I watched M and I watched it in dubs. And it was but that's like so that's funny. so sad because you're like missing out on the original performance. 
because no, they no. both they both gave like really really strong performances especially the girl i would have preferred to know what was going on if it's if it's mutually exclusive then like obviously it's better to be able to follow the plot than to hear the performances um but they're both important like that's what makes a movie is like all these different aspects coming together to form a complete picture i don't know i also i i find english dubs like funny kind of but also like really pleasing to the ear especially when anime because like it's they always pick like super duper american people and they always (laughs) pronounce their words so precisely and it's just like strange and like like slightly weird but also fun to listen to and so it's like candy you know it's like entertainment that's part of the reason why i love like you're taking away from the movie if like you're getting distracted by the fact that these super American people are speaking over these Korean Yeah, people. but, like, you can have, like, really goofy stuff in, in like, media, but still, like, be, like, emotionally moved. Um, also, there's, like, intricacies to the language. Like, the fact that she sometimes switches to Chinese. Yeah. I wonder how they would have done that if, if there was an English dub. Probably just left the Chinese. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking... But some of, the tri- some of the Chinese is translated, like... But they have subtitles in um, Korean. Most of the Chinese isn't translated, except for the very last line where she says, um, "Like, like the moment your love's your love ended, my love started." And this is how, like you said, "I love you," um, through letting me go. She said that in Chinese, so he never actually hears that. Uh, does it say in Chinese? Oh um, no, he replies. Can you say it in Korean, please? Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I was thinking about that. I know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you have problems with the actual movie? Um, no, wait, wait, the, just one other thing I wanted to say on that point, which was that, like, with, like, like when I'm watching, I think, like, maybe it's just something about, like, the medium of animation in general that just, like, makes for more fun plots or something which i think is decently likely but also i think the quality of something that i watch can be like way low if it's animation because animation is just so beautiful like every frame is like such great entertainment in their expressions and drawings and like how things are presented on screen uh, yeah even even <laughs> that's even, not gorgeous even i would no. I'd love to and like, and like yeah so i don't know it's kind of just like supplemental like candy and stimulation like the entire time i know it makes me sound like you know an addict yeah with, with no like attention span but yeah at least at least when i've been watching um more live action films recently um sometimes the cinematography has just been like really stunning and so that's really interesting <laughs> even when stuff is relatively boring but like but like in this film like some of the cinematography was it's, cool it, it's but, like, so good this but, like, was some so of, well shot yeah but some of the other cinematography is like what if we shot from the moon and then did the next shot like <laughs> POV shot all, from the outside of their eyeball and it's then- <laughs> all so purposeful it's all so purposeful because all of the um POV shot from dead people's eyes and the obsession with eyes because like his wife pokes a dead fish's eye at one point and he constantly puts eye drops in and you can oh, interpret yeah. that how you want but like he constantly talks about like when did she see the murder from the dead person through the dead person's eyes um so the camera actively does that uh, and it's always being blocked by something slightly like there's distortion on the camera or there's like a fly on top of it so even like the truth is blocked from the people who are murdered and no matter how much he tries to seek this clarity it's never actually going to come to him why um because he's the mountains are always destroyed by the sea and like benevolence is kind of either false or is has no sanctity 
and is always is always going to be end up being destroyed by life. Like experience of life is going to wipe away the good out of people. It's what I interpreted from it. I thought the cinematography was fine. I didn't like it particularly or dislike it. it the bit that was cool was when um when the the guy was sitting on the edge of the cliff and then the detective walks in and then like covers him for like four seconds and then the guy disappears and the colour grading like changes. We we paused the film to try and work out how they'd done that. Yeah, we like counted like the amount of time that he was <laughs> yeah. covered up. Do you know how they did that shot? Probably editing. There's a lot of little things, like the entire inter- first interrogation scene with the mirror behind them. Um, wait, wait, how do you edit something like that? Do you... Oh, wait, maybe what you do is you have... Um, you do the shot of him sitting, mm. and then you get the shot of him walking across. But he walks... Oh, but the guy walks into nothing. There's, like, nothing there the whole time. And then... Yeah, they edit mm. the other shot behind him. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. I think it's that complicated. Yeah, we we were imagining... I don't the, think we did it practically. Yeah, <laughs> it we was thought so there good. was... Like, they could have, like, a net underneath them. But that's so much more complicated than just editing it. No, but the edit, you have to, like, spend hours on, on the thing, like, <laughs> layering stuff. You think when, building a net under, under a mountain is like, easier? Do you, do you think they, they... They would have a net, surely, for safety, if they have, like, the whole camera crew on that tiny little... I don't know if the mountain was real. Yeah, and so even if it's a set, then they can easily like make it so the guy just grabs his bag and plops off. Checkmate. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. I don't think... It wouldn't make sense for the mountain to be CGI because there's that really awkward bit of CGI of that guy falling down a mountain. That was so <laughs> it bad. was so bad. Uh, was it? Was it? <laughs> I didn't notice yeah, that when, when you, He looked like Raphael's. And he just like plops down and you hear him like into each little rock and thing. Uh, it also wasn't helped by the fact that we watched it on oh, yeah. 1.5 plus 4. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my god, stop No, no, it, that. that was my... I budgeted the time badly and also I, like, paused the movie too much during the first half. So we, we like... We, we had, like, an hour and a half to watch it and then, like, an hour had passed and we'd watched... 45. 45 minutes, which doesn't sound as bad when I'm saying it back, but we were supposed to be, like, nearing the end at that point and we'd barely even hit the end of the first act. It's a long movie. Talking about end of the first act, it felt like the whole thing was just third act, one after another. I think it's the film is very much split into two like cases. Yeah. So the first, um, I think it's supposed to be like slightly cyclical in the way it's structured. So you have the first case, and then it ha- that has a climax. So there's almost a w- act one, act two, act three, act one, act two, act three. Um, so I got so confused with counting there. Um, <laughs> um, with the two cases kind of wrapping up, I think they've got a love story under the entire thing. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is very similar to your other film recommendation, First Reformed. Oh, yeah. It just happens that the main <laughs> character falls in love with his, his dead friend's wife. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know the, uh, the husband. That's like, a surface level difference. Yeah. They're very different movies. Yeah, but the essential plot is, is very specific. This is very clearly a love story, whereas First Reformed, you could interpret that entire relationship as not a love story whatsoever. You'd have to be doing a lot of work. Yeah. To... Could, I didn't could... interpret Don't they First smooch Reformed at the a... end? Yeah. He does, but she never returns the affection. What? She's the one who comes in to... It's not real. What? No, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Um. <laughs> You're so ready to like forcefully <laughs> defend your opinion. No, it's not real. That 
I guess, but but for the for the interpretation of the movie that they made for us normals, <laughs> it was real. Yeah, and it was. But like, there's so many details to add up to. Like, it doesn't make sense that she's entered the room because they very clearly show the door locked. <laughs> what about Hammers? <laughs> and the fact that he <laughs> he he tries. <laughs> Let's move off this. I haven't put trigger warnings did, on this. Did, did you not? Did you not hear Hammers' theory yesterday? What's about, your theory? About how Mary got through the locked door and how it wasn't a dream. It was a trap door. Who said that? What was, what was the, they, There was a back door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Can we get back Anyway, to anyway, film? you practically spoiled this film because you didn't put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. So anybody who... And a trigger warning for suicide. So anybody... It wasn't actually a suicide. get spoiled. Exactly. Spoilers. Wow, but it's like that's not the central plot point of the movie, I guess. Was why I didn't. That's true. Because even if it was like just a detective case, like it still wouldn't be the plot, like the main plot. As opposed to first reformed, where yeah, yeah, something's buzzing. Can you hear that? That's that's the fans, fans outside. <laughs> They're like, oh. yeah, fans. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like fans. <laughs> Look at them over there. Hey, hey guys, what's up? Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you meant yeah, like... yeah, no, no, no. Spinny fans. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're basically are spinning in excitement. I know, right? They're reeling, they're <laughs> buzzing. They look a little like cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cars, humans. Uh, currently, our name does not discriminate. Talking about... Buzzing and reeling. I really liked the bit when um, when you saw him texting on his phone. Oh yeah, that, that was, was really nice actually. Like about perfectly midway through the film, it's just a really silent scene where he texts. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot to read the subtitles. I was just watching him like trying to write a message and then having to delete it because she sends another one. It's, there's something so human about this movie. The, the subtitles, whenever there was text on screen, two Korean people just read way faster because whenever there was like a newspaper or something it would just flash like a paragraph like instantaneously and then on to the next thing if it i think um if it flashes too fast they normally talked about it afterwards the text messages i could keep up with didn't help that we were watching it on two that's times. yeah that's true as well yeah. oh yeah maybe they didn't flash <laughs> maybe he was no, just no, no. watching it, it it was still really quick but um yeah maybe it wasn't egregious if we, I didn't notice that being a problem. Hmm. What else? The editing was really cool. You know that one shot where it goes from the x-ray to his hand? Oh, that was awesome. Mm. That was insanely cool. Um, some really cool. Just like, the cinematography is really cool. There's this one, you know the scene with the first interrogation, but there's like a mirror behind them. Mm. Um, the focus of each shot communicates um, a meaning so like the mirror if you look at where they're sitting if it's aligned with them then they're seeing right if it's slightly to one side someone's like winning the conversation and also like who's in focus is telling you something mm. so um the very last shot of the scene the two people are in the mirror they're in focus and the man's in focus which she's not the real her isn't in focus so like their souls are connecting but they'll never be able to be with each other in real life like mirroring the end of the movie so like and also like there's like such small things like um, when he's running out and you have that overshot of like, you know, the road with the cars and then the sea by the side. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Her face appears for a very brief moment in the waves. Really? Is it? Like the shape of a woman's face. That's so cool. Didn't notice. Like there's very, very small things that like appear and then immediately get brushed past because they're just 
It's so intricate. Like the film's so intricately made. Yeah. No, no, no denying it was intricate. Um, yeah. Looked like it would taken ages to do. Even like just the interview scene where it's like cutting between them on computer monitors and then mm. them the other way. It did. It really felt like um, it was like the equivalent of like. Uh, like solving like alien maths equations or something like you know it's like the same thing but like the editing just like felt like weird like they were doing stuff that like i would never see in he's famous the director's famous for his directing is it more him than korean films in general yes um he's famous for very niche and like specialized editing and cinematography okay if i um watched like a bunch of other korean films then like they would seem like um what's a they wouldn't be American style. Um yeah, because things like Bong Joon Ho doesn't tend to like edit in this style. Not that he's the editor, but you know what I mean. Um, I think they have a different flow to them just because like the way the language forms. I feel like that reflects in like the way the movies unfold sometimes. But also, this is a, this is a very specific era of Korean movie because this is new wave Korea. Um. Which is obviously off, like once it's become a democracy, and that's kind of when this, because that happened in the eighties, I think. Is it South Korea, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, for for example, there's like overrunning themes, like they mention police brutality in this. Oh yeah, like when the guy just shoots. <gasps> oh yeah, that was really grim. Was that real? Was that a an imaginary scene? Because like the the main character, like just to summarize, like is chasing a criminal. And then he's like talking, talking, and they're shouting. And but the criminal does not have a gun, and he just shoots. He him. has a knife. Yeah, but he has a chainmail glove. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we've already seen him defend casually and grab a knife mid combat. Like that was messed up. I did not. Like I don't think that was the the police brutality I was referring to is when the guy's about to kick the other one, and oh yeah, the, the main character actually tells off his partner. It's yeah, like, that was good. He, the main character was like really about to lose my sympathy, but first he shot the guy. You know that was pretty bad. But but then when he cut to the next scene, I, I didn't realize that the side detective wasn't the main character. I thought it was him for a bit, and so when he was like shoving the table and stuff, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, but um, in the end, I was able to. I'm forgiving this in my heart, but I realized it wasn't him. <laughs> I hope so. It wasn't him. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, no, but it's, it's not okay to shoot people who. Don't have guns. It's not I cool. I feel like he was like a known violent criminal. And he, he had a knife and he was like, he had the high ground. I don't know. No, no. Well, what you do is you say, drop your weapons. Like he didn't even say, he just shot him out of nowhere. Yeah, because he, he... He'd run. The guy, no, the guy, he'd stop the guy and the guy was standing on the roof and the main character was like pointing the gun. I yeah. was like, did you kill blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like talking some, and then they were talking, and then he just like randomly shot him mid sentence. <laughs> yeah, mid sentence. Yeah, I think it's to surprise them. I don't know. Like that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just to get a good reaction. <laughs> no, because like, his face him. changes immediately afterwards. Like he was faking that conversation to get him off his guard. Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just shoot him when he was facing away? I don't know, because like he he wanted him to drop his knife in surprise when like. I don't know. There's like multiple reasons. I guess you'd shoot someone in the knee by surprise. No, I don't know. I think he's he's unhinged. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like watching my protagonist shoot. What what is he like a a petty thief? What what is he? He's what, a murderer. Is he? Yeah. Who did he murder? Um, that man. <laughs> the man. <laughs> the man that was tried to make a move on 
his girlfriend whilst I w- he was in prison. Uh, so just a random guy. Is he? Is, does he come into the plot? The other guy. Yeah, the, <laughs> no, the guy who shot on the roof. Um, yes, as in he's another case that they were solving. It mirrors the case that's happening in the main plot, mm. and also I think it's to show that the photos in his wall aren't getting taken down once the cases are solved. Oh. Uh, also, I think it's so. It's the case that he's supposed to be solving outside of the, you know, I don't know the main character's name, so it's causing a lot of problems. <laughs> the main character plot um, and case. I think one of them is Sore. I think the girl is called Sore, yeah, might was be. it? We had to read the Wikipedia page, as we've said. I don't think it was that hard to understand. I don't understand so your guys' problem. <laughs> what was your rant going to be? Was it just that it was hard to understand? Oh, what, from earlier? At, yeah. at, at breakfast, I made a lot of snide remarks because I couldn't, like, say the whole thing. Um, did I have a rant in place? Um, no, I just, like, don't like movies I don't understand. Of a little bit ago, I read a book called Elements of Fiction Writing by Orson Scott Card. And he, like, talks about how, like, when you're writing, you shouldn't, like your your number one priority is to make whatever like what is actually happening clear to the reader and like if things are like a mystery to the reader like make it clear that it's a mystery to the reader and that they're supposed to like not know and then for everything they are supposed to know make it extremely explicitly clear I disagree with that why I think a lot of movies or not just even movies like stuff I've read in English class are like metaphors like yeah, the yeah. entire thing's a metaphor like it's not clear also especially with these like realism time movies like this very much like you're kind of following someone. Like I, I felt like a very much fly on the wall during this movie. Um, I think you're you're just watching it unfold. Like there doesn't there's not like perfect setups and stuff. Sometimes like that scene with the women and Slappy. Mm. Um, like you're given no context for that because you're just now showed like this is happening. This is what ha- is happening, and it's still set up like a murder mystery. Mm. Um, like you're showing them like what's happening. You're showing the murder a little teaser, and then you have to figure it out. Um, I still think it's like it, they don't fully explain everything because it's like watching real people and there are like some things left up to question I don't necessarily think you need to explain everything in your movie also I think it might have been a you problem that you didn't follow the mystery plot yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> I, I, I struggled to read the subtitles yeah. and figure out what character was doing what at each point in the movie um, but yeah, no, I think I think something like that is like like the murder thing happening midway through. I can imagine something like that being fine um, when it's obvious, like it's a question. Um, but yeah, I, I had no idea that it was a question. I do you figure that out right after the scene? But I think it's like just having trust in the movie. Like, I guess you were already struggling to understand it, whereas yeah, I yeah. got halfway through or knew what perfectly what was going on. And then when this scene, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, okay. This is a new plot element. Like, mm. I trusted that the movie wasn't going to just suddenly, like, have something appear <laughs> midway through in the explanation, because yeah. they explained it afterwards. Um, whereas, I guess, you thought that you'd missed something, <laughs> and that was why this yeah, was appearing. Yeah, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't entirely thinking. I think I, think I, I was, um, I was like, oh, like, something new is happening. But, like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't know for sure if it was because of something I didn't understand earlier because we had also seen that character before the guy who was doing the beating but I don't know no we hadn't have we not no surely we it's a new character no Slappy no with Slappy's new wait is Slappy (laughs) Slappy's the chubby guy who 
beats her up in yeah, her apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, but he's not. You didn't see him before. The new character. I couldn't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a new character. Um. Wow. Okay. Um. <clears throat> um. Yeah. The confusing thing was, I could. I can. I wasn't sure whether I was supposed to be confused or whether I was just confused. Yeah, and that's what I don't like. I hate that. But then, if you knew you were supposed to be confused, you wouldn't actually be confused. No, because it's like, um, you know, if you're watching a detective and it's like, oh, I'm not confused. I know what's going on in the plot. Like, I think this was genuinely trying to shock you and like confuse you. Like, no, but no, but if you if you know that the guy is meant is like a stranger who comes in and beats her, and you have no reason why. And you know that it's like you're like confused about why he's doing it, but you're not like confused on the the like deeper like filmmaking level. Yeah. Um. But if you if you knew then like who the guy was and you'd seen him before and you knew why he was slapping her, you wouldn't be confused. And like both are fine. But when you don't know which one you're supposed to be, then you're just like creates conf- genuine confusion. Yeah, you're confused about being confused. Yeah, and it's exhausting because then I'm like. Just like trying, like there's like so much like mental energy spent. Yeah, I think on, it's, like, it wants you to put mental energy in, like it wants you to help solve the murders with them. No, no, because there's a difference between um, like a, a question that like say say like a detective in a film was um like ruled out. Yeah, no, remember her, remember her alibi. Yeah, a perfect example is remember when she was like, oh yeah, I didn't do the murders, lol, see or whatever, and then they checked the grandma's phone tracker and it's like 138 steps. <clears throat> Like, that's obviously confusing, but, like, I was completely fine there, and I was super intrigued, I was super invested, because, like, simple question, like, simple sus thing or whatever, um, or, like, you know, it's not that much of a, it's not that confusing. But this isn't, like, an element her. of the mystery, it's, like, an element of their lives, right? Yeah. So it's trying to be, like, um, I guess it's trying to shock you with the violence of her situation again, which was the point of it. I think, I get why you were confused, I don't think it was a problem. I think I trust I trusted the movie by that point. So I was like, I am confused what is happening, but um by the end of the movie I wasn't. Uh, I just I really like exposition in dialogue. I, I hate it ex- so much. It's I think it's bad. It just always, <laughs> it puts me at ease because like I like start getting confused and then the characters just be like BT dubs. Uh, remember, you know, the last twenty pages when XYZ happened and now we're trying to do XYZ and I'm like I hate it when characters do that. I'd rather um, just like watch them do the actions and then try to figure out why they did it afterwards. Like no, just do the actions. In like say, say like Breaking Bad, like a lot of the time, like Walter will just do like wild stuff. Like when please he, don't spoil it. Uh, oh, um, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, but at, at one point he like like lashes out and like he he like receives some uh, like like good stuff happens. And then, and then, like, the episode is about <laughs> to end. so hard not to spoil it. It's so, not yeah, working. Yeah, yeah the good stuff happens, and the episode is about to end. And then he's, like, washing his hands. And then he just starts punching a mirror, like, punching, 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 punching. And then the episode ends. And you're like, what? Something good just happened. And, like, you're, you're like, you, like, don't know why. Or you have to, like, piece together, like, oh, his psychological state must be X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. But, like, you're not confused about what is happening. You know that he heard this, and this made him have this reaction. And then there's... A mystery there like but why blah 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 and like that's left to interpretation and that's fun but like yeah there's like level of confusion that's, that's a different, it's different styles of writing really because breaking bad you're very much you're following walter like that's what you're doing mm. um you're supposed to be like on his level almost in the way that you watch it not like you are you like know, a drug dealer fine. but <laughs> 
it's fine when you're confused like within the film if you're like as confused as the characters but when you're confused like from an outside the film but it just gives you that I don't know it made me feel like I'd randomly stumbled into someone's life and had no context as to what was happening but clearly something had very big with a story had happened and then they explain it I think that's fine because I think the point was also that she had left his life for a while and then was returning. So he had no context with what was happening to her. So it replicated his emotions for having her like dip in and out. I guess. Did, was there even like a, a thing that said 13 months later? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how are you supposed to know like how much time has passed? They're adults. And, I don't yeah. think you're supposed to know. There's no like specified time. Like you don't need a timeline of the film. It could be like the next day. Yeah. Or a year later. But there's a montage of him like going about his job and hanging out with his wife and like is there, is doing pomegranates. Mon- and then she also mentions that like you've been home for like a while um, and like I think you're depressed. Like that that indicates that it's been at least a few months. Miss, miss that. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's like you there's peeling pomegranates and there's like these massive jars of pomegranate. Yeah, but that could just be one of his weekends back. But no, because... She literally says, like, since you've moved back, I've been happier than I've ever been. Oh, no. Um, but you're depressed. Oh, yeah. Something else that was really interesting was that he was just, like, casually, <laughs> very nearly <laughs> cheating on his wife. Yeah. And, and we're not supposed to ask, like, any questions about that. No, you are. Because it's like the two loves, isn't it? It's the mountains and the sea again. Is it? Well, like, the, the, the sea which is like this very lively romance. It's constantly moving and shifting and it can't stay sturdy and it can't stay in place because um, they eventually always have to leave each other. But it's like very passionate and like like the sea. Mm. Um, whereas the mountain is like the right thing to do. It's very like steadfast and like sturdy. <laughs> I'm using that word a lot. Um, but it's kind of like boring. Mm. Yeah, because like it reminded me of him, the guy who his fa- the first husband who was murdered. He was talking about he always climbed the mountain. He loved going up the mountain. Uh, he sits at the top and he does the same thing every time. And he's done this route a thousand times. Oh. And um, he sits at the top and he listens to classical music. And it's like there is a joy in that, but it's it's like it's a kind of a joy in repetition. It's not like a genuine passionate love. And also they talk about jellyfish. Do they? Like vibing in the sea. <laughs> did, did you catch that? There was a bit when they're in an office and the guy, it's like background, is like a screen with a moving jellyfish. No, no, it. no. The woman, when he's putting, she's putting her to sleep. Oh, she's putting him to sleep. Um, She does it by talking about jellyfish. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Maybe, maybe the moral isn't that the film is confusing. It's that you can't read subtitles. <laughs> It's that trying to understand the movie when you're picking up 50% of the dialogue is, is challenging. Yeah. yeah, weirdly enough, watching a movie whilst you can't watch the movie makes the movie and, well, no, it, it, it was also kind of my fault because I like spoke and like said stuff during the movie like way more than I have on I think watching movie, it at two bored. times speed was maybe a bad idea, especially whilst you were trying to read subtitles. Mm. I got to have it where you just like look at the subtitles for one second and then like see what it said and then catch what's No, you do both at once. You read the subtitles whilst you watch the movie. What, wow. like one eye on the subtitles? <laughs> no, you just see the whole screen. I can't just do that. Take a few steps back. <laughs> you laser focus. <laughs> We're not like here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just reading the subtitles. 
because it wasn't like you we know, were watching you... it on the computer. We were quite close, I guess. I think what I do is I often have subtitles on when I'm watching stuff in English. Um, so I got really used to like hearing something and also just like kind of like look having subconsciously the subtitles going on in the background, even though I can understand what's happening. You are a really fast reader as well. Yes, I'm a very fast reader. Yeah. <laughs> so that might help. I don't feel like I'm reading when I do it. Like I just feel like I'm listening to them talk. Huh. Wow. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Not not my experience. Um yeah, I would You watch a lot of German movies, I thought you'd be good at this. Yeah, but they don't have talking with silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I mean um I, I, I like fully acknowledge that like um you know, new experience is good and like there's probably, you know, great emotional peaks and highs and stuff I would learn about cinema and stuff if I had an easier time watching foreign films in their native languages. Yeah. But I did not enjoy this. It was exhausting. Um and I do not regret watching M with English dubs. It was hilarious and interesting. And I don't think it took away from the stress of like the third act when the guy's just begging for his life and he's schizophrenic. But he so, gave such a good performance. Yeah, but even the, the English guy gave an amazing performance. Yeah, but and I, I feel was, like you're, you're missing out on half a performance. I don't know, but you don't pay attention. Well, at least I don't pay attention to like the German voice well, maybe so much. Because it just sounds like talking that I can't understand. And I like read the subtitles and hear that in my head and then see him acting well so then i guess if you have dubs then it doesn't make i feel like foreign languages are like like music almost like you may not understand like you can't understand what an like a note is saying to you but you can like feel it yeah yeah um so i feel but, like it's important to but then to. the doves mean that you can feel it and understand what they're saying. And look at the screen. But you're looking at but it, but, 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 no, but the trouble with the doves is they're just like annoying. Like when the character's mouth is moving wrong and they've got a weird voice. That used to happen on my Barbie DVDs. The, like, like there was a scratch or something and the audio <laughs> was slightly off Whoa. from the voice and it was really annoying. <laughs> I thought I was going insane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, time to wrap this up. So final thoughts. Um, what is a film recommendation based off this and what would you recommend this movie? <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to open this. <laughs> I strongly recommend this movie. I think it's generally one of the best of the year. It's it, it's minimum in my top five. Um, <laughs> it's been 11 days. No, no, no. It was, this was from last year. No, I know. I mean, sorry, like I, I, when I it was know, released I last year, no, 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 I watched no, no. it last year. No. <laughs> it's just funny if you say all of that. <laughs> <laughs> this 2022 movie was the best one of the best of 2022 <laughs> i highly recommend it um i i recommend watching it multiple times just because i think there's a lot of hidden symbolism in there um and looking out for the mountains and seas throughout the movie even though we just spoiled it for you i think it's still worth watching especially just like the tone of the movie it gives off it's just like really gorgeous um one i'd recommend off of this is memories of murder by bong joon ho i know i've been talking about him a lot because he's my favorite director but it's um i think it explores the themes very strongly of police brutality which i've touched on on this it's it's a tentpole of the new korean cinema Wet, like new wave Korean cinema um, it's also about a murder so I guess it's related it's about police it's more embedded in the system than it is in humanity space um, <laughs> uh, I, I I think I have a, a worse than average time with um, subs I guess this is counter to what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast um, but yeah I, I think 
I, I um, found out something about you today. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I've I've always been a arguing for dubs person for ages when everybody around me has been like sub sub sub. So I think most people probably wouldn't have as much trouble as I had during the movie, and probably Hammond would have had less trouble if I hadn't been talking the whole time because <laughs> I was so bored. Um, but yeah, so I guess for most people probably wouldn't have my problems with it. I don't know. It was interesting, but like I think there's more interesting stuff to watch. Um, so I would not really recommend it, but I, not like I hate it. Um, no, I mean, the cinematography was really interesting, but I don't know. Um, I, I wouldn't really watch it, especially if you're like me, um, <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. Um, spend two hours watching like video essays. Do you watch instead. like a lot of romance movies? No. So have any ever watched like a few? Um, like obviously other stuff includes romance this is like one of the most romantic movies I've ever watched mm. um, there's just something about it like they never really they don't actually ever kiss like it's just like this weird yeah they do when they're on the top of the mountain oh do they kiss then? yeah oh, I forgot about that <laughs> so sorry <laughs> um, um, as, for, as for what I recommend based on it um, the closest is a book by Anthony Horowitz called Magpie Murders which is about a murder mis- a, a detective who's trying to solve the murder of an author who was writing about a murder. And like Knives Out? I don't know. I haven't seen Knives Out. Um, maybe Knives Out stole the plot from Magpie Murders, but I don't know why they would because Magpie Murders is a perfect title and if you could use that title for something, you would. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's um, in terms of it being a confusing detective story, it's like one of the best I've ever read, but not a film, so. Cool. <laughs> um, I I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, I don't hate it as much as Space did. Um, I thought that the um, the cinematography was fine. The, some of the cuts were really cool. Um, uh, I find it hard to tell whether or not the acting was good. Um, I thought the acting was excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, the the like general feeling and atmosphere of the film wasn't like particularly entertaining to me. Like I didn't feel like really, really a strong sense of enjoyment while I was watching the film. Um, which is why I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, I wouldn't tell someone to stay away from the film. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, it was, it was okay. Um, based on this film, um, I'd recommend, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's like a... 1930s. Uh, no, it's a 1930s American movie. Oh, it's like, oh. It's like classic, classic noir films with Humphrey Bogart um, being um, like a detective. And it's like kind of similar. And there's like a femme fatale like in this one. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. This gives Hitchcock vibes. Oh like the movie gives Hitchcock Wait, vibes. I'm not yeah. anyone getting I'm at. Not going to be able to um, mention it at all. But the insomnia plot was so strange. It was something I only got from the TV tropes page that we looked at <laughs> afterwards. It was like Wait, just kept mentioning how we had insomnia. Should... Yeah. Did you not realize that whilst you were watching that? Nope. But anyway, there's an to... entire sleep where she tries scene where she tries and helps him get to sleep. <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had seen it. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you just, I feel like I just didn't watch the <laughs> version of the movie. Um, uh, okay, um, can I pick, is it my choice now for the yes, next film? Yes, it is. Um, cool. Oh. Pulp Fiction, we're doing Pulp Fiction. Can I invite a guest on? Of course. Point? Surprise for next time. Yeah. Ooh. She might awesome. not come. <laughs>
Okay. Um, thank you for listening. This has been a currently unnamed form podcast. I've been Jessica. <laughs> I've been Space. I've been Hanma. See you next time. Don't matter your husband. Is there a C in it? Yeah, yeah, the end. yeah. <laughs> But there's not a C in exactly. E X A C T. Exact. Yeah. Oh, not at the end. Oh, wait, no. Then what's the word that has E C E X C? Excited? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Excited. excited. No, 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 no. I know excited has a C. But this is a riveting conversation. There's, there's a word that's like exact, but doesn't, but has a C, like E X C A something. Um, and it's whatever this excited. word is, but I've, I've just never learned it's how to spell. I, I, do, I tend not to use the word excited. But um, it's, that's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you're spelling isn't a word. Um, 